Week 9, Faithfulness. Day 1, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is Thy Faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed Thy hand hath provided. Great is Thy Faithfulness, Lord, unto me. By Thomas Obadiah Chislam. This week we will be studying the characteristic of faithfulness in our fruit. What does faithfulness mean to you? Today we will begin by examining God's faithfulness to us. He is our perfect model. God is a God of providence. He meets all of our needs. Note that I said needs, not wants. Sometimes we confuse these and think things are needs when they are truly just wants. Deuteronomy 7.9 says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commandments. As I prepared for my first mission trip to India, I planned to only pack a carry-on bag because I had heard stories of travelers whose luggage was lost. I didn't want that to be me. I needed my stuff. I condensed all of my needs down into a small roller bag, but God had a greater lesson for me about what I needed. To make a long story short, the airline took my carry-on bag from me and then proceeded to lose it. I literally arrived in India with the clothes on my back, and that was it. (laughs) To make matters worse, after several days in country, washing my underwear out in a sink and borrowing a new t-shirt each day from my new acquaintances, the airline told me that they had truly lost my bag and provided me with information to apply for reimbursement for my personal items once I returned home. I was devastated. Being in a developing country was challenging enough, and now I didn't even have so much as the comfort of a change of underwear, which wasn't something that could easily be bought in that part of the world. The first week was an adventure I never expected, especially since I packed only carry-on to prevent this from happening. Then one day we went to church and sang, Great is Thy Faithfulness. God convicted my heart so much about my selfishness. I didn't need my bag. I came to realize the words of Genesis 32.10 and 33.11. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. And God has been so gracious to me and I have all I need. People lent me clothes, I had food to eat, and I had a place to stay. I was in India to share Jesus, and I was able to do that each day. I had everything I needed. God met my genuine needs each day, and he was with me in a very dark land. I didn't need my bag. Of course, I never stopped wanting my bag. It was full of clothes, nice toiletries, and Pop-Tarts, but I realized I didn't need it. I prayed to God, thanking him for providing and to refocus my heart on my mission rather than my loss. It was such a freeing feeling. I accepted my loss and moved on. The very next day, after reaching this place of understanding, my bag miraculously made it to India. A great biblical example of God's faithfulness is in the life of Abraham originally called Abram. Let's read God's call of Abraham in Genesis 12, 1 through 3. 
Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now let's read about the covenant God made with him in Genesis 15, 1 through 6. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? Then Abram said, Look, you've given me no offspring. Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, This one shall not be your heir, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars, if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. When God commands something of us, he will always provide for it. Abraham believed God even though he was call- he was being called to a place he'd never been before. The story of Abraham continues with God promising to bring Abraham an heir even in his old age. Genesis 18:14 says, "Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year and Sarah will have a son." If God can create the entire world in seven days, cause an old woman to conceive and raise his son from the dead, you can certainly trust that whatever you need, he can do it. Nothing is too hard for our great God. Abraham was later tested by God, see Genesis 22, but he continued to trust in God. He was able to share with others when God blessed him. See Genesis 25, 5 through 6. God is a covenant keeper. If he promises you something, it will be so. Katie Davis Majors put this so well when she said, Do not forget in darkness what you have been promised in light. Be faithful to our faithful God, and you will surely experience his blessings.